The Christmas Gospel comes from Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration that was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn." In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them, the Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we come together in the late hours of this night to celebrate one of the greatest gifts we have ever received, possibly the greatest gift of all time, all the world around. We thank you that you would empty yourself into a small child and come among us to teach us how to love each other, how to Uh, save this world, how to continue to grow more and more faithful as your children. We ask that we might hear the gospel tonight as a story for us. We know it well, we've heard it many times, but help us to find a new thing, a new wrinkle, a new discovery for us this Christmas that will speak to our soul and put us on a mission, a mission to make this world a better place for the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, the holiday rush is definitely over. 
By now, I'm sure you have all chosen the gifts for your close family and friends. And maybe you included some faithful servants outside of that list, um, the mailman, perhaps, the children's teachers at school, or your barber had a token of gratitude given to them as well. We give gifts at Christmas in imitation of the generosity of our God, who gave us the greatest gift of all, himself. He came in flesh and blood intimacy with us so that he could lead us to a new life. But how do we thank him for that gift? Well, hopefully better than I did once upon a time long ago, a friend had arranged a perfect long-distance gift for me. I had received a new call, leaving Pennsylvania to move to Madison, Wisconsin, and she hired a professional photographer to come to my Wisconsin home and photograph me, but the best part was they were coming to really photograph my beloved golden retriever and her nine new puppies. Oh, they were like my children, since I have none. I was truly delighted with this gift. I thought it was so perfect. Yet, after the photography session had ended, which was memorable, work began to creep back on my schedule, and for some unforgivable reason, my heartfelt thank you never seemed to get sent to the source that gave me such joy. So, my girlfriend wrote me about Christmas several weeks later and said in her card these terse words, Did you like the birthday gift that we sent to you? Since I didn't hear from you, I thought maybe you had never received it. Ouch! Woo! I was totally embarrassed, totally guilty, for not communicating my joy and my serious thankfulness for her very, very precious gift, my good friend. I'm admitting what a horrible person I am, so mea mea culpa. It's hard to exaggerate. The devastation, though, that continues in our world month after month and all year long, it has been a hard year. From coast to coast, fires are burning. Hurricanes have destroyed so many lives and so much property. Millions are homeless all throughout the whole world. And even close to home, so many in our congregation this year have had health concerns or have lost precious loved ones too soon. Our vibrant teenagers are paralyzed with stress and demands for excellence. Some of us are glued to the daily news. Every day, something is happening that is so important. While a surprising number of our friends and family have found consolation in the warmer, feel-good, yet predictable love stories Hallmark stations provide. Right? I imagine some of you understand what I'm talking about. It's amazing how many people have turned to the loving stories of Hallmark. Even my brother, who I couldn't imagine doing that. But you know, the plots are all pretty predictable. 
and every denouement comes just at 10 minutes before the close of the two-hour show, and things always work out sweetly. Wait, did you hear that? I thought I heard a baby cry. Hmm, there it is again. Ah, could it be that God is asking us now in earnest? Did you like the present I sent you? Did you receive it? We can easily understand how God might grow tired of waiting for our acknowledgement of the gift he sent us this evening. No, his gift wasn't delivered in style and flair that society loves to show. Cover story, breaking news. No, no, his arrival was, as we know, so, so humble, so quietly seen in a stable where only a few shepherds and sheep and manger animals could share in it. Yet no one could teach us how to love like he has. So how can we show our gratitude and acknowledge this gift and make sure God hears our thank you? Author L.R. Nost advises us, Do not be dismayed by the brokenness of our world. All things break, and all things can be mended, not with time, as they say, but with intention with intention. So go, love intentionally, extravagantly, unconditionally. The broken world waits in darkness for the light that is you. The light that is you. As some Beaumont, Texas policemen learned that truth uh, of Nost's saying I just described recently, Beaumont, Texas, you know, was a very, very hardly hit by the hurricanes this year, the disasters. And a very wealthy, wealthy secret Santa decided that he would give each of the policemen $500 gifts because they had been so selfless in serving uh, all the people in their community during that horrible disaster. The only catch was they had to give the money away to various folks that were still in need in the community. And they did. And every person who received that money wept tears of joy and disbelief. Such an act of kindness was rare, and they were so desperate for some help even now. But the joy that the officers received and experienced in return was enough to fill an ocean. They felt they were the ones who were blessed the most. Author Dominique Crossan describes thank you note as an action plan, our thank you notes to God as an action plan. He says, you have been waiting for God while God has been waiting for you. No wonder nothing is happening. You want God's intervention, while God wants your collaboration. God's kingdom is here, but only insofar as you accept it, enter it, and establish it, 
You want the world to be a better place? Do something to make it so. You want peace? Work for it. Joy? Do something that makes you joyful. Then spread the joy to others. And it doesn't have to be a spectacularly grand act. God works through little things. But what's important is do it now. This moment is a gift. Wait, I I hear that baby again. Do you hear the sound of its crying somewhere? It's near. Perhaps, perhaps it is the Christ child that you will hear tonight in all of your celebrations left this weekend. He is the reason for the season. We know that. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, it's because of him that we have potential for joy in this world and that we can give joy to the world and peace on earth. It's because of him. Thanks be to God, and Merry Christmas. Amen.